The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. for Jesus. Today is a day of prayer. I invite you to call and pray. Our phone number here in studio is 877-534-0780. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. You're listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I want to address an issue very quickly before we pray. I find that there is total confusion in the church today between what we call social justice and justice. Social justice leads to and is egalitarianism. It is 
the demand that everyone be equal and have equal. It leads to a very self-righteous sense of entitlement. It is a very powerful force in the Christian church in America, and it is leading us into utter deception. Egalitarianism will lead a church to divide over the issue of morality, abortion, homosexuality, or other other just social justice causes. I want to share with you very briefly a part of a piece from truthandfire.com. I urge you to go on the internet, go to this piece on social justice, why Jesus didn't pursue it, plus why the church shouldn't fight for it. Again, that's the, the web page is truthandfire.com. Let me read just a portion of this. I think it will help clarify how we need to pray. Social justice is a term often thrown around but very rarely defined. A clear definition of this concept is necessary because there is indeed such a thing as social justice. And then there is justice. Contrary to popular delusion, there is a difference between the two. For if they were indeed one and the same, I lost my place. Here we go. No qualifiers or modifiers would be necessary if they were the same thing. But we've mixed these two together in the Christian church. So let me define the term justice. It is the impartial administration. This is according to Webster. It is the impartial administration and maintenance of what is just. It involves righteousness, fairness, impartiality, and moral rightness. We see justice demanded of God's people in Isaiah 117 and in many other passages in the New Testament, James 127. Merriam-Webster formally defines social justice as a state or doctrine of egalitarianism, which is the notion that all social, economic, and political inequalities must be removed from society. According to Dictionary.com, social justice is justice in terms of the distribution of wealth, opportunities, and privileges within a society. This is not commanded in the scriptures. Justice pursues what is right according to an absolute impartial standard Social justice pursues what is believed to be lacking for some based on what is believed to be possessed by others. Justice is driven by what is morally acceptable or what God says is right. Social justice is driven by 
what is socially acceptable or what the people say is right. Justice is objective. Social justice is subjective. Justice involves matters that can potentially impact anyone. Social justice involves matters that are believed to only apply to specific groups. Now, with that clarification in mind, it's obvious that upholding justice most certainly is the church's charge. Yet here is why Jesus did not pursue nor charge the church to fight for moral justice. 2 Timothy 2.4 No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who is in who enlisted him as a soldier. From its formal definition, it's clear that social justice deals with the affairs of this life. Social, economic, and political matters are an ever-present reality of the human condition. Whether real or perceived, assumed inequalities in these areas are byproducts of sin, and will never be remedied as long as we dwell in a fallen world populated by carnal men at enmity with God. Jesus himself said, the poor will always be among us. This isn't to say the church is to turn a blind eye to the legitimate needs of the less fortunate, but it is to say that our focus isn't and never has been to fight for the ultimate resolution of their earthly needs, and is especially not our charge to take on social issues born of of agendas that are not of the Lord. There are professed Christians who erroneously argue that social justice was at the heart of Jesus' earthly ministry, Yet Jesus repeatedly said he was about his father's business. This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent, Jesus said, John 6.29. His mission to call sinners to repentance is a spiritual one, and his kingdom is not of this world. The Jews thought that Jesus came to overthrow the Roman government and reestablish Israel's earthly kingdom at this time, but that didn't happen. They thought Jesus came to grant them earthly justice from their earthly oppressors, but Jesus told them to render under Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Instead of charging his fellow Jews to resist, to march, and to protest. Jesus told them to pay their taxes. No worldly pursuit of justice they thought to ascribe to Jesus would stick. He instead corrected them about his mission and made his rounds only speaking and doing the will of his Father. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience 
of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Second Corinthians ten four to six. And we the church were also charged to only speak and do the will of God. There are distractors who undermine this charge to preach the gospel, to pray and to pursue righteousness through Christ. Now I know this is an argument that has been raging in the church for quite a few years. We see some organizations like Salvation Army that have been totally co-opted by social justice leaving their real charge, which was to bring the gospel of Christ and to turn sinners into saints. So, we're going to pray today, but I want you to be clear. I'm not going to pray for peace in America. I'm going to pray for repentance in America. It's not peace on the streets that we need. It's repentance on the streets and in the corporate offices. It's a turning to Jesus that we need. Jesus was crucified because he would not buy into the social justice of his day. Instead, he lifted up the cross. So let's pray. O Lord, I come to pray with my brothers and sisters today. I come to ask, Lord, for repentance, full repentance in my heart and my brothers and sisters, for we have been arrogant and hard of heart. We have gotten caught up in the affairs of the world and in the passions of the wicked. Lord, I come today. Yes, I'm concerned about what's happening. I've been grieving all week as I watch the destruction and the anger and the bitterness. But Lord, I know the answer is not to go march. I know the answer is to repent and to be filled with your Holy Spirit and to call men and women to repent because everything flows out of being right with you, Jesus. I'm asking, Lord, would you call the church to repent, even as you're calling me? Lord, let your name be glorified today. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Mr. Producer, do we have a call? Good, let's take that call. And while we're getting that call, our phone number is 877-534-0780. Now, please don't call to disagree with me. That will end your call. Call and pray. Talk to Jesus. All right, we have a caller on the line. Please pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for dying on the cross and rising from the dead. We thank you that your perfect will is going to be coming forth in the upcoming days, weeks, months, years, decades. We thank you that Ray Greenlee is faithful. We ask that our ministers put everything on the table. I would like to know, did Alexandra uh, divorce Ray or did Ray divorce Alexandra? That would be a germane question if Ray wants to put everything on the table in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall I even comment such twistedness, such ungodliness? You're welcome to call and pray. 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. All I will say is that I have walked honestly before the Lord, and I have not sinned against Him, nor will I. So the phone lines are wide open. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. Lord, my heart is grieved at the stubbornness of our hearts. And I just come now, O Lord, humbly into your presence and ask that your name would be glorified. I ask, Lord, for your mercy and for your justice. Lord, we're in such trouble in America. We're under attack. The nation is under attack. Our president is under attack by unrighteous men and women who riot and steal and murder. Lord, I pray today for justice, for that which is right in your eyes, Jesus. Lord, I cannot become involved in the injustice of men. I want your justice, Jesus. For I know that all of this is but temporary. And I know that hatred and anger and bitterness cannot fill our hearts if we call ourselves Christians. So, Lord, we follow your example and we forgive those who harm us. We forgive those who steal. Lord, we forgive. And we kneel before you in acknowledgement that we have no fight against the world, but rather are Our fight is against the wickedness that denies that you are the Christ and refuses to bend their knee before you. Lord, I come and bend my knee before you and say you are my Lord and my Savior. And I acknowledge you alone.
Almighty God, would you come and would you rescue America by bringing us into repentance and humility? Lord, I don't know that I can even pray anymore that you will heal our land. It's what I want. But I fear that Babylon's judgment is coming. But, oh Lord, we need some time that the honest gospel of righteousness in your blood could be preached across this nation calling men and women to lay down their arms and to lay down their fight, lay down their bitterness and humbly come before you and acknowledge you as the Christ, the living God. It is you, Jesus, that we need. For you are the King. You are the Lord. You are the Master. Lord, pride has no place Hardness of heart, unbelief has no place in your kingdom. So I ask you to forgive those who riot. I ask you to forgive those who walk in arrogance. Lord, I ask for your righteousness. I ask for your gospel to be proclaimed over this land with mighty power. Almighty God, thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness. Thank you, Jesus. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Would you pray for America today? Will you pray for your own heart today? Are you grieved by what you see happening in America? Like I am? to the point of weeping over this nation. I love America. I love the people of America. I love the church. And I am deeply grieved by what I see happening. I am even more deeply grieved by what I see happening in the church. Are you? Somebody said to me, Oh, Pastor, it seems like the same people are calling each week. No, there are different ones who are calling, but you know what? I rejoice in every one of you who choose to call and pray. For it doesn't matter who prays, it matters that we pray. Will you pray? Call right now, 877-534-0780. We have a caller. Yes, put them through. Hello. Hello. Please pray. Okay. Lord Jesus, I just come before you. My heart is breaking over what's happened to America. 
Yes. And and I just pray, God, that you have mercy upon us, that you will grant us repentance, that you will send the Holy Spirit to us to send a righteous of judgment to come. That these people who have eyes and don't see, who have ears and don't hear, that has heart, that doesn't as grown growth, and I pray that you will soften the hearts, that you will bring them to repentance, that there will be revival. I pray, Lord, that the people would turn from ungodliness and to the righteous God and submit to him in his authority and to our Christ. I pray, Lord, that you will protect um, the president and those in authority and the police officers and the firemen and the doctors and the nurses and the ministers and the missionaries, that you will set watching angels around them and keep them from the enemies of evil. I pray, Lord, that you have mercy, that you will help us. Yes, Lord. Hear our cry, Lord. more to pray okay thank you dear sister I know the anguish and pain of our hearts the Lord sees thank you for being brave enough to call and be honest and not arrogant The time for arrogance is over in the Christian church in America. The time for self-satisfied religion, it's past. The time for business as usual can no longer be what we're about. We've got to get right with Jesus. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Would you call and pray? Lord Jesus, I plead your mercy. I plead your blood over America. Lord, I can't come with casualness before you. I can't come and And act like everything is okay. It's not. Lord, we need you. Lord, I need you. Lord, it's been an exhausting week of prayer, of preaching, of scripture, of witness. It's Friday. I'm praying, Lord, for a blessing and a refreshing for each person who's listening today. 
I'm asking that you would pour out your Holy Spirit and comfort grieving hearts. For it's in you we trust, Jesus. You're the one who holds us even as you hold the church and as you hold America in your hands, as you hold our president, President Trump, and the Congress, and the Supreme Court, and the governors and the mayors, Lord, you oversee the affairs of men. And I'm sure you're deeply grieved at what you see happening. Lord, I ask for the gift of repentance in America, especially in my heart and in the heart of the arrogant and the proud and the hard-hearted. Lord, would you come and would you meet us today? I know you will, for you hear our cry. Thank you, Jesus. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Would you call and pray? Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Phone lines are wide open. Would you call and pray? We need to hear from you. On behalf of of not just your own heart, but the church in America. It's not easy to call a radio station and be vulnerable as our sister was. It's easy to call and be arrogant and Push your agenda. That's not hard. That's flesh. And it's wicked. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. Lord Jesus. I know this issue of justice is very large in your heart. For you came and were crucified because you stood with the Father against sin. You could have been very popular if you had come and preached against the Roman government or if you had come and, and sought social justice causes if you'd risen up against the Pharisees or against somebody else and led a crusade and and led a march, you'd have been very popular. But instead, you humbled your heart. You submitted to the Father's will and you died on Calvary. Never was a man more unjustly treated than you were treated. You were charged with a crime you did not commit. 
You were lifted up to scorn and ridicule. You were tortured because you were just and righteous and holy. Lord, today the church has gone the way of social justice, calling the the members of your body to be tolerant of sin, to compromise with wickedness, to go along, to get along, to be popular. And so your body has sold out for entertainment. We've brought every wicked thing into the church. The entertainment that has captivated our hearts and we've named it praise and worship, but it's really not praise and worship. It's entertainment. Lord, we've sinned against you. And all I can do is come and say, Lord, I'm sorry. It's been so confusing. And social justice seems so right while being so wrong. Egalitarianism seems to be so right while it's so wrong. You didn't call us to make everything equal. You called us to make everything righteous and pure and clean, submitting one to another, not pushing ourselves forward and saying, we're somebody. Oh, Lord, we have sinned against you. And I beg your forgiveness for the church, Jesus. I beg your forgiveness for those listening right now. We've been so self-assured and so self-righteous and so filled with unbelief and hardness of heart. So sure we're right and everybody else is wrong. Lord, you're the one who was right. Our Father is the one who is right. We're called to be righteous, not right. We're called to be humble, not proud. Oh, Lord. Will you bring to us the gift of repentance and humility? Would you turn us aside from that which pleases the world and bring us, Lord, into that which pleases you? Thank you, Lord. The phone lines are open. I really want to continue doing these Friday prayer times, but I can't if you don't call. So, is the Holy Spirit prompting you and fear holding you back? Please, be bold, be strong, be brave. Right now, call 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero eight seven seven five three four 
Mr. Producer, are the lines all wide open? We're waiting for your call. While we wait, I'm going to play that opening song again. And pray that this is the cry of your heart. Drew, do we have a caller? Good. Our phone number is 877-534-0780, and our caller just hung up. Please call back. We'd love to have you call and pray with us. 877-534-0780. Almighty God, 
It's hard not to be so full of ourselves in this culture, of our demands and our rights and our beliefs, our sense of what is right. Oh, Lord, forgive us. Forgive us. I want to know what you think is right, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Amen. We have a caller. Welcome. Welcome. Would you please pray? Could you turn your radio down? Turn your radio off. Hello? No, you can still hear the radio, and there's a delay, and we won't be able to hear you on air if it's on. Oh, okay. Thank you. It gives a feedback loop. Okay. Did you turn it off, Liz? Just turn it off. Turn it off. It's one of those portable radios. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's off. Thank you. Please pray. Yeah, I want to pray for this country, Uh, Liz and I. um, You know, we stay out of it. Uh, We got to the point where we just turned off the news. Uh, It's just sickening. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you, you can go the white and blacks and all that. And, uh, you know, why don't you see the, the Japanese people or the Korean, the Russians, you know, it, it seems to be a certain, you know, race all the time going back from centuries. And, but, you know, and then now it's like everybody's joining in on the bandwagon, and um, so I want to pray for, for all those people and, you know, all races. And, I, you know, it's after the protest. Everybody's loving and, you know, it's this. But it's like there's, what, what is that, a second motive? Right. Like, like there's something behind all this. Yes. And, um, you know, but, in our country. And, and we, we believe it's the devil. Um, yes. It is. And, Yes, sir, and and the the Lord is going is at a higher power, and he he's got some tricks in his bag. And, um, yes, and he does. He, so I, I, you know, I'm painting in here. I'm actually I'm painting the Ten Commandments in acrylics, and I had got his little portable radio, and I don't even know who you are, but it said callers call in, and so and um, pray. Yes, we're, we're we're to pray, right? And that's all I heard. And the real motive behind causing all this unrest in our country, it will be revealed. Yes, well, please pray. Yes, thank you, and uh, we're praying um, for all the people, and um, it's just it's just saddening. It's it's got to be something something coming about. The Lord has to come and, and show something, and. For just for as a country, um, you know, it's, it's 2020. We, you know, it seems like we're we're every everybody's after greed and money and just. Um, anyway, we pray for your channel, um, your word. We hope you get some more callers and uh, God bless and and you know we, we're really praying for everybody every day every night. Lord Jesus, I lift this couple up before your throne. 
I ask you to bless them and continue to give them insight and understanding and don't let their hearts turn angry or bitter. Thank you for placing in their heart your love and your mercy and your compassion. And I pray that as they're they're together in your presence, that you will meet them. Lord, thank you. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Bless you all. Uh, You're doing a great job. Thank you. And you all are listening to 780 AM. This is Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for your time and and all your patience and, and your dedication to the Lord. You're welcome. There isn't anyone else to be loyal to. He is everything. <laughs> Amen. He is you everything. All right. right. All right, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. God Bye. bless you. Thank you. Our phone number here in studio is 877-534-0780. Would you like to call and pray? We're almost... Okay, good. Put the caller through. Please pray. Did we lose them? Hello, Brother Drew. Do we have a caller? 877-534-0780. If, if we lose you, please just call right back. We're eager to talk with you. We're eager eager to pray with you. Today is a day of prayer. 877-534-0780. Lord, I know that now is the time to read the scriptures, to pray, to search after you with all of our hearts, to not involve ourselves in all of the wickedness of our day and all of the social justice struggle of our day. That's not what we're here for. We're here for justice in you, Jesus. We're here to have our sins forgiven and to be changed and transformed into your likeness, to walk with you, Jesus to be filled with your spirit. And Lord, especially to be filled with Pentecost power. So Lord, we come humbly, searching. We know you are the almighty, all-powerful God of heaven and earth. And I know all we need is Jesus and your spirit. So, Lord, we come and we search after you. Lord, we've given up any idea of ever being something, of ever fulfilling our ambitions for personal gain. Lord, we've given up being loved by the world or pleasing the world, the flesh, or the devil. We know that you alone are the Lord 
and we take our need before you and you alone. Lord, thank you. We have a caller. Would you put them through? Hello, welcome. Would you pray? Hi, Pastor Ray. Thank you. I had called earlier, but anyhow, it didn't work out. So I I just wanted to mention that, you know, now that they have the protesters, they're, you know, they're in big groups. So in other words, um, and yet the churches still haven't been given much of a green light. So that's kind of where I'm headed with what I'm going to mention here. So um, my prayer is, Father God, could you help respected leaders to clarify where we are and how we should move and proceed in society? There, There's many areas that we can still move safely and help us to be respectful of that and, and, and not to, to say, oh, well, they're out there. Why do I have to wear my mask? So give us guidance in that regard, Father. But it's inequitable that they should be out in groups when we've been told for months not to be in groups. So here is Romans Romans 1. Um, let me see. What is it? Oh, anyhow, I'm sorry. It's really good. But I, I think it's one and then it's the first one. Every person is to be in subject, subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those which exist are established by God. So we just want to proceed and um, still be able to, you know, have some voice and, and start moving around and 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 getting back to some normal, you know, activities and especially praising the Lord together and hearing the word um, as well as working in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Earl. God bless you. Our God phone number you. for one more very quick call, 877-534-0780. I want to comment quickly on what Earlette just read. It is vital, out of Romans 13, that we not twist the meaning. Nowhere in Scripture is it taught that government takes the place of God. It is the Lord, it is the Word, it is the Holy Spirit, who directs our actions. And when the government says you cannot get together to pray, you cannot get together and sing praises unto Jesus, I'm sorry, the government is stepping into an area they have no business stepping into, and there is no obligation on the part of a Christian to obey the government when it goes against what the Word of God says. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. So I'm going to stand very firmly today on the proposition that I am utterly loyal to my government, but I am first loyal to my Lord Jesus Christ. And I will obey the commands of the Lord Jesus before I will obey the commands of the government. While being a citizen and observing every law and walking carefully in agreement with the laws until they conflict with the law of Jesus, and then I am no longer in agreement. The government can pass a law that says abortion is fine. The government can pass a law that says you must receive gay and homosexual men and and do joint marriages. I'm sorry. In every area where the law of God is in disagreement with the law of man, we are to agree with the law of God. So let's be careful how we use Romans 13 and other Romans passages. 
Now, the Apostle Paul would never agree. Remember, he was beheaded by the Roman government because he would not agree with the Roman government. He agreed with Jesus, and he preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. Peter was crucified by the Roman government because Peter would not stop preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. He obeyed Jesus rather than man. And there is a great test coming with the mark of the beast. Will you take it to agree with government? Or will you stand for Jesus Christ and obey him? Now, we're almost out of time. We don't have time for another call. I'm sorry. Today's been a strange day. But we'll try again next Friday. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. God bless you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. His glory with great joy, with great joy. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. Christ of